0: It is easy to become depressed by the skyrocketing rate of COVID infections across South Africa. I mean, our daily focus is on the new number of people infected with COVID and people dying from COVID. But what we don't look at often enough is the rate of recovery and the story stemming from those. Our following guest is at a tumultuous if not miraculous, last year in his life. Last June, he fell ill after being diagnosed with Grelane-Barr syndrome, which is basically the body attacking its own nervous system. Subsequently, he suffered liver failure, kidney failure, contracted TB, uh, was in an induced coma for four weeks because of all of this. When he eventually got well enough to return home for treatment here, he then contracted COVID-19. But he joins us, crucially, joins us on the line to tell us his story this morning. He goes by the name of Solon Kweni. Uh, Solomzi, Nicholas and Kweni, welcome to the Weekend View, first of all. How
1: are um, Thanks for, for having
0: me on. It's, it's a real honor. Man, for, for people who don't know your story, I've, I've tried to explain. But before COVID, just take us back to the middle of last year and what you went through physically with the diagnosis uh, of guerlain bar syndrome, with the illness, and, and the time spent, the, the, the induced coma, spanning four weeks in hospital, Nicholas.
1: Yeah, uh, the past 12 months have been absolutely crazy. Um, I never would have pictured myself being in this position. Uh, I was in Scotland playing cricket overseas as, a, as an overseas pro, uh, played a match on the Saturday, um, and on, on the Sunday basically woke up, and when I was making myself breakfast in the morning... I noticed that my hands were feeling quite weak. Um, I didn't know what, what it alluded to. And I asked my housemate how he felt after the game we played on, on the Saturday. Mm. He told me he felt quite tired. He felt um, that his hands and his wrists were also quite sore. So I didn't read too much into it. And actually on this day, it was the day that um, England was playing against New Zealand in the World Cup uh, cricket final. Yeah. And my flatmate was, he's a, he's a New Zealander. So he wanted to go watch the final at like a sports pub. And I just wasn't really feeling uh, up to it, you know. And I, I told him, I'm just going to stay at home and, and watch from there. So the game starts, I'm, I'm laying on the couch. And sort of around lunchtime, I want to get up and make myself something to eat. And as I'm getting up off the couch, I notice that my legs are very wobbly. And they sort of buckle. I don't know if you can uh, mm. picture. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing. Yeah, I don't picturing. know. I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know if you can picture like a, you know, when like a, a giraffe or like a deer gets born, and they're trying to find their stride in the legs of the mm. wobbly. Mm. So it was a, it was a weird sensation for me. But I, at that stage, I still didn't read too much into it. Fast forward until dinner time after the game. And you know, fortunately my housemate came back. Fortunately first of all that New Zealand lost so that my housemate didn't decide to go out and have some celebrations, right? Yeah. Because this is this becomes important later on and it's it's crazy how things unfold. Um so around dinner time he comes back, him and his girlfriend, and I told him basically how it uh, how I had been feeling the entire day. Feeling very tired, feeling very lethargic, my hands have been weak, my legs have been weak. And I, I, don't, I don't really know what's going on with me. Um, so we, we're kind of like monitoring the situation, but I didn't think I had anything serious. You know, I didn't even know what GBS was uh, up until I got it. And so fast forward to sort of the, the time we all want to go to bed, sort of 9.30, 10 p.m. And as I want to get off the couch, I realize that I'm so weak mm. that I can't move off the couch. So I call my housemate. I'm like, listen, tell them. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I can't get off the couch, can you please help me? And he's like, come on, Solo, just get up, bud. like, you think I'm joking, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, seriously, bro, like, I can't, I can't get up. Solo. I'm, I'm stuck, yeah, I'm stuck, you know? Yeah. So he comes and he lifts my legs, and he realizes that it's like a, a dead weight uh, sensation, you know? So I'm like, you know what, Callum, let's leave it, bring my blankets and stuff, I'll just sleep on the couch. And I literally said, I'm sure I'll wake up tomorrow and everything will be fine.
0: Let, let, let me come in there, because what then follows is months and months of treatment in hospital, the diagnosis yes. with GBS, yes. a, a horrific period in your life where you go through all sorts of trauma. You I'm eventually are, are then able to come home for treatment. And at mm-hmm. this point, you now further contract COVID-19 solo. No. What, what, what do you,
1: how, how do you process all of this in your head? Honestly, at, when I got the COVID-19, I honestly was just like, what's next, you know? Um, having the year that I've had in terms of illness and sickness, it's been ridiculous, honestly. And before that, I was, I was really fit. I was active, you know, I was a professional athlete. I was training, you know, basically every single day. And I'd never really had any serious health issues uh, before this past year. So it's been extremely difficult for me to, to come to terms with everything that has happened. And, you know, in a, in a way, you never really get used to it. Yeah. Um, you just get up and, and you put on your strong face and you do what you need to do every single day to try and, and get yourself into a better position or try and, and make your life better so that, you know, you feel like you're, you're making progress. So that's all I've been choosing to really focus on the past 12 months with whatever challenge I'm sort of facing.
0: I, I tell you what, we, we, I, I will make a plan for a longer format conversation with you because I think your story is an inspirational one and I'm sure you will use it to inspire others. But, but in closing, what do you want to tell South Africans about this COVID?
1: First of all, we need to realize that it's real. You know, um, I, was, I was ill for three to four weeks. I was not able to do my rehab. You know, I was down and out, got very bad rashes, nosebleeds, headaches, sweats, everything. So people need to understand that it's, it's real and it's not just a number on the screen that we look at in the news. You oh. know, my family and I realize that when it affects someone close to you, you actually realize how real this thing is. And it's important for us as South Africans to stand together and, and sure. take the guidance from the doctors, take the guidance from the Solidarity uh, Fund and, and all the different organizations that are working towards making South Africa better and and allowing us to get through this pandemic that has shut down the entire world. Trust in the process and and know that we will be okay at some point. Mm -hmm. It's just about understanding that we need to unite and get through this thing together.
0: Solon Kwele, I thank you very much for your time